This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Aired Tales. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master. And this show is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place on the planet of Ayurd, uh, around the Renaissance period of that world. The stories, magic system, species, etc. are of my own design, but some of the gameplay mechanics like stat categories, fall damage, etc. are either from or adapted from Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder and other games like that. I am joined today by Leah. Gamore and Noah. Salvazar. We start this episode at mid-morning of the first day of the second month, or fawns in this world. Uh, the country that our adventurers currently find themselves in is located about 14 degrees north of the equator. The rings that surround this planet and bisect it at the equator provide a brilliant view at this point on the planet. This rings stretch magnificently across the sky. But enough of looking skyward. Our adventurers are currently riding their newly rented horses on the road outside of Reba, heading towards the town of Gaba. Gomore is an anileaf, which in this world is a bipedal humanoid with pointed ears. She stands at five foot nine with khaki-colored skin and brown eyes, and her species are considerably long-lived, but she is currently only 32 years old. She has dark brown hair that has some natural purple streaks through it. Starting from that hair and moving down, she's equipped with a cloak that has a hood. It is currently down. Uh, On her torso, she has a light hide armor with matching armor on her upper arms and forearms. And equipped on her back is a quiver of arrows and her longbow. On her waist, she has a rapier and her red oak wand that has a unicorn hair core. The wand is currently holstered. On her thighs and shins, on her thighs and shins, she also has matching light hide armor. And lastly, she has no shoes on. Salvazar is a pumanoid, which is a bipedal cat-like humanoid. He has light gray fur and black stripes. He is currently 18 years old and standing at five foot eight, with blue eyes. He has on hide armor with a cloak that has a hood and no shoes on as well. But Salvazar generally has his hood up. And starting from his feet and moving up, he is equipped with a dagger on each shin guard, one of which is a magical dagger called the Murder Dagger. And on his thigh guards, he has kunai knives on one side and the magical kunai knife of Never Miss on the other. On his hip, he has throwing knives, shurikens, his katana in a sheath, and his black wood wand with a kelpie hair core. On each of his forearm bracers, he has hidden blades built into them. And lastly, on his back, he has a short bow, quiver of arrows, and his folded up giant shuriken. All of their weapons are currently holstered and whatnot because they are near a town and traveling on a frequently traveled road. They are not expecting to encounter any trouble from animals or people, but if they did, this traveling group is armed to the teeth. We will join our adventurers as they continue down the road on their travels. 
so it's just me and Salvazar. Yep. Right. That's it. All right, Salvazar. What's your horse's name? You named it yet? It's a rental. It's a rental. Yeah. That doesn't yes. mean you can't get to know it. Are we gonna be riding them for like a day? Pretty much a day. Yeah, like a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Mine's uh named Thistle. Salazar's just glaring at me. <laughs> Salazar does not have to name us horse if he doesn't want to. It's cool. It's cool. Well, honestly, maybe. Are we there yet? Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right. Honestly, it's been, yeah, it seems like a long time and a very short time at the same time since I met you like a month ago. I feel like maybe today, like while we're riding, we can talk about everything that's happened. Doesn't that sound fun? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. We've been to a lot of places and done a lot of things in the last month, right? Yes, dissolved to flashback. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, uh, you all start talking about what's happened over the last month. And so you all go back to uh, talking about how Salvazar was on a ship in the port of Tukport and you boarded the ship you came down in the cargo hold it was a cargo ship not normally used for passengers but you all both procured yeah, travel on it and didn't know each other at all mm -hmm. you all sat down um, they started off on their travels and you all are in the hold and stuff you were on there for a bit a bit a bit and uh, then the dwarven, uh, oh, well, the dwargus, which is dwarves in this area, in this planet, uh, comes down and is like, hey, there's a, I'm not going to do voices in this flashback because it's you all talking. <laughs> so just for your information. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you, the he informs you that there's a crazy storm that doesn't look natural to brace yourselves. You all proceed to brace yourselves. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. position. Uh, yeah, you do the tornado <laughs> drill position. You all then get knocked out and then wake up where you washed up on a beach. I think, uh, I think Salvazar was doing the cradle position. I was doing the thing where you, like, jump up and then jump back down. Like when the waves were hitting, like you do in an elevator. Not that Gamora knows what an ele elevator is, but that's how there's Leo's elevators describing in it. this world. But they don't move as quick as elevators okay, in yeah. present day. So Gamora's doing that during the storm. Uh, so you all, you all then uh, wash up on a beach. Okay. Uh, uh -huh. Gamora wakes up first, sees that Salvazar's near. You all had talked for like a second on the boat. Uh, you wake up first. You go over and wake. Oh, up, Salazar. I'm like, hey, new best friend. Uh, yeah, and we you're pretty work. much stuck together. <laughs> Y'all proceed to attack this giant crab. D, uh, crab claw them. You take some poison from their, like, uh, mandibles, mouth, whatever that's called on a crab. All right, you therefore then start heading into the jungle, try to find some way off of this random island or wherever you're at. You don't know. Mm -hmm. um, you later find out that it's Anfang Island. Anfang. 
and uh, you all proceed. You meet some goblins. You you talk to them and you start walking with them. You both groups start acting real sketchy towards one another. Like a good idea at the beginning, and then it just got weird. Um, then you all start fighting them. You off one of them. You take one of them <laughs> captive. Yep. You all. That was me. Salvazar wanted to off them both. <laughs> so that the captive uh, one takes you towards the te- this temple that they're talking about. Uh, in you get close to the temple, you can see it. So you decide to stop for a second and have lunch or whatever y'all hadn't eaten. You know. So y'all cook up the crab claws. I do a couple checks. You all aren't paying a good attention. <laughs> That goblin books it and leaves. Blah, blah, blah. You eat the crabs, you all. Then I'm just going a little more in depth on this one than we mm-hmm. would the other ones because mm-hmm. it's your first things. Also, a lot happened. Yeah. First thing. Yeah. So then you all decide, y'all, Salvazar's tracking, uh, sees that that goblin is heading the opposite direction of the temple so y'all aren't worried about them alerting anybody so y'all proceed on towards the temple that you can see in the distance you come across a clearing there's a skeleton and a dog gnawing at the skeleton's arm the the skeleton has some kind of like scroll in one hand uh and then the dog is biting at the other you all try to approach to just take the scroll the dog growls at you and, and then, surprise. then and then surprise it starts talking to you uh its name is layla and it is n- not happy about you trying to steal its bones that it was gnawing on it needed a whole person's worth of bones <laughs> yeah so um you all tell him you just wanted the scroll the dog's pretty chill about that <laughs> and then you all are about to leave, and then Gomorrah is like, hey, you want to come along? And Layla's like, you got any food? And you <laughs> did have some food on you. And so Layla's like, okay, sounds cool. Pretty, I'm summing up mm-hmm. the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Y'all proceed to the temple. Y'all do some checks around the temple and whatnot. Decide to go in, find some hooded figures in some kind of cult. Creepy scene. Yeah, they were uh, cutting up people and... You know, normal stuff. <laughs> and harvesting their essence and whatnot. Pretty crazy stuff to throw at you all right at the beginning of your travels together. So you all do that. Um, you I'm sure I just stood there for a bit and like stared at them and was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you all dispatch most of them. You leave one that says that they're just, they were just took this job and didn't know what they were getting into, but it paid well enough. Y'all got information out of them. All your words for kill, dispatch, off them. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of just saying that we marked them. Yeah. So you all took care of that. And then proceed, he tells you about the direction that their little, port or whatever you would call it where it's just like one where one boat can dock sure a little the last of them that we didn't kill yeah were we like questioning him yeah okay and you interrogated them i kind of remember this (laughs) so um it's been a month yeah 
So then uh, you all head that way. You decide to sleep for the night and then hit that port in the morning. You all stealthily, very good stealth checks, approach that and then see that there's more goblins unloading off of a boat and there's uh, a random human that was piloting the boat. You all stealthily make it up to the boat and decide to offer the dude money to take you back to the mainland instead of just killing him and taking the boat. So the f good job not just offing everybody that comes in your way. Uh-huh. So you all pay the, the the toll or whatever to head back to the mainland. The toll. Yeah. I do live in Florida. So then you make it back to the mainland and you realize that it is the eleventh uh, day of the first month of so you that's uh -huh. you haven't lost that much time. You weren't knocked out for that long and everything like that. But you made it back to civilization and that's what's going on. So you arrive in King's Port oh. and um, you may you decide to do some shopping here to summarize real quick. Um, <clears throat> Dave! <clears throat> uh, it was Dale. Really close. Good, good memory. Oh, it was yeah. Dale's Magic Emporium. Um, uh, you encounter Dale who is a little loopy um, who runs the Magic Emporium. Tries to sell Salvazar a stick that's not a wand because Salvazar, not a magic user, wants to do some research and try to start learning some magic at this point. Uh, so, tries to sell you a stick. Luckily, you did a high enough perception check and you kind of standing over his shoulder was like, nope, don't sell him a stick, dude. <laughs> So you get like my first magic book and a wand there and you start learning some magic on your travels. Mm -hmm. uh, you decide to learn some elemental magic starting off. Gamora feels a little weird about this because she's been doing magic for many years. You all do that shopping. Uh, you shore up your supplies and everything like that. You all fight at the fighting guild. Uh make a little money there all right so after some quick shopping and whatnot you all sleep and decide to head off towards who knows what just on the road trying to figure out what to do next you decide to still say stay teamed up who knows why at this point <laughs> safety and numbers sure maybe and yeah begrudgingly agree to believe no comment so, at, at this point, though, just out of sheer curiosity, you are on a solo adventure. We won't get too much into that yet. Um, and at that point, what was Salazar thinking? Going, I, I guess I'll stick with this person. Uh, freeloader? Uh, it's, it's cheaper to work together and take out stuff? Okay. So, y'all head out and you head... Through Blunt Town towards Bristles, you stop off for lunch, head on past it, and head to Bristles. You arrive in Bristles pretty late, uh, so you decide to get some food at the pub. Funnily enough, you end up donating blood, because in this world, 
the invention to take blood has been invented so that the vampires in this world the vampires in this world can have people donate blood and eat it instead of having to eat directly from people bristles is right on the um what's the line between border it's at the border between these two countries half of the town is in the one country half of the town's in the other so in this pub you donate some blood this dude says his brother's been missing who's also a vampire just like the pub owner you all alerted to that blah 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 you all get some stuff uh you get some cash for your blood y'all stay the night uh the pub owner also gives you a, a nice little note that says um that he's supposed to hand out to adventurers that seem like they have a fun story he gives you a little note from the queens that are visiting in the next town over that say they would like to have you for dinner yeah l- actual words have us for dinner and did we know in the note that they were vampires yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you knew from asking the pub owner, because the pub owner was also a vampire, so you all were like, Ooh. Yeah, and they wanted to have us for dinner. Which, uh, which, you know, was just slightly off-putting. And took some weird debating whether we wanted to go or not. <laughs> so either way, you all decide to head the next town over, which is called Desmodon. Which, funnily enough, is also the name of that country that you are now in. You just crossed the border into. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, it was the old capital, blah, blah, blah. But you all the head there. You all head towards the center of town where the mansion is. Uh-huh. Where the queens are visiting. And there you present the note that you got. Uh, an individual meets you at the gate and says, like, sure, let me set up the meeting. Uh, you all would like to, uh, if you all will come back for dinner, because this was about midday. So you all hop around, do some shopping, try to ask people if you're about to walk into somewhere that you're about to just get eaten. Mm-hmm. Nobody was forthcoming with any information, so you all are still sufficiently freaked out. You all head into that meeting. They don't try to eat you. You all tell them what happened on the island. And that's where you meet Princess Shay and Lynn, who will be the end up traveling with y'all for the next month or so. But they're intrigued on what's happened, and then they they are like, we should go investigate. Also, Layla is not with you at this point. Layla, when y'all left Kingsport, went to another city that y'all said you'd meet back up with them. So Shay and them are like, Hey, we'd love for you to investigate with us, but you got to pass this dungeon. Lo and behold, y'all go to that dungeon. You knock it out. You're fine. You we come find be- that dude. You do find um, the pub owner's brother. Good job. I forgot to mention that. You find him, so you get to you end up getting a stop off, get a little bit extra gold. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you all pass that dungeon. They're like, yeah, you seem like you can handle yourselves and travel with me. Crochet is uh, OP, overpowered. So you come back, you still do not stay the night, and nope. the queen and the princess offer you all rooms to stay, and y'all are still like, Ooh, and y'all stay at the inn in town. Uh, but 
you all then head out and you head all the way to John's son's city. With Shay and Lynn. With Shay and Lynn in like a royal carriage. But it's not marked up. It's more like a very secure carriage that's being uh, piloted, driven (laughs) by Lynn, who is like Shay's bodyguard. Uh, so then, you all hit hit uh, arrive at the city. Uh, Salazar receives a note from home that, to summarize what it says, it pretty much says, "Hey," uh, and you and he ends up sharing this with, um, with you, Gamora. That night, actually, oh. if you remember, you don't remember. So I don't. That night, Salazar <laughs> decides to share. Because there was nothing really too in, too intense in the note. But it pretty much summarizes that he's on his Amdala quest. And reminding him that his clan strictly prohibits the use of magic and working with others. Dun, dun, dun. And that you uh, hope you're doing well taking assassin jobs and thieving jobs. That's all you should be doing. <laughs> It gives them, it says their creed again, which work in the shadows we must to help mold a world that is just, we have made it our goal that no magic ruins our soul. So that's the creed in which he has been brainwashed since birth (laughs) and uh, had just left on his Amdala quest he shared and not a couple days into his journey is already in the thick of it. With hmm. magic and working with others. And working with a magic user. And, and it also reminds him uh, of somebody named Mushok, which he knew that had been expelled for using magic and trying to help others. Not in the shadows. And then it ends with shadows to you. And it's from one of the town elders. So, at this point, Gamora freaks out. Just, Obviously, just a bit that you, she thought she was just traveling with like a regular person, but somebody from using any Puminoids from using that you've ever heard of are just like the best assassins in the world mm-hmm. and are sought after all over the world to do assassin job or thieving jobs. They're like from birth trained up to be just. A shadow. Yeah, I remember I didn't sleep as good this night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you meet back up with Layla in the city. And Layla's like, hey, would you all join me for an audience with the governors in this city? In what city? John's son's city. Okay, yeah. So um, you also... uh, this This is the capital of this province. So... It's a pretty big city, has a library, a magic school, and everything. So y'all send a, spend a considerable amount of time shopping and investigating everything. You all make it, uh, you all decide to go investigate the school because you're looking to learn some magic, Salazar. Mm-hmm. And you uh, meet this aloof uh, uh, corgi person. Most adorable. Like two and a half feet tall corgi person (laughs) with a big old wizard's hat on or witch's hat, whatever you want to say. Uh, Just sitting out in the courtyard of that school. 
And he uh, is apparently, you find out, a retired professor at that school. And um, his name is Pac. Yep. Good mm-hmm. job remembering. So, Pac, all he's ever wanted to do in the world is just travel the world, but he didn't have up enough savings. So, he offers his services to help train up Salvazar for room and board as you all travel. He will not, he's like, I'm not going to be fighting with you guys, but it seems (laughs) like y'all are heading out of town and heading all over the place. And so he does that trade. He draws up a nice contract, him and Salazar sign it and everything. So you all now have like a two and a half foot tall Corgi person traveling with y'all named Pac, who's an like old for Corgi people, but like in his thirties. Right, right. Um. And so he ends up going with y'all. Y'all meet with the governors. The governors believe you because Layla's in the room. And you're like, how did these people know this dog? <laughs> Why does this dog have so much pull? You never have that answered. <laughs> and they put Layla in charge of the investigation in their own province. Yeah. And y'all are just like, okay, okay, what? <laughs> And so Layla's like, if y'all pass through here again, check in with me. We'll share info and see what's going on. See if there's something bigger going on. Um, you all decide like. I just now one? realized like two out of the first like four people that we befriended are dog type <laughs> creatures. <laughs> oh yeah. So then, uh, one last thing before you all and leave. Salazar's a cat. <laughs> Yeah. So one last thing before y'all leave, uh, Salazar decides to buy a Firefox from the familiar store. So you all just are acquiring more and more things and people to go on this journey with mm-hmm. you all. And more and more people for you to voice. Yep. <laughs> so you all leave uh, John's Sun City, leave Layla there to... Check out, do that biz so that they can figure out what's going on in that province. Shay goes, okay, you all got this handle in this province. I'm going to take everyone here and head the next province over. And you all head towards uh, what you all find out to be the Vatten province, which is right next to here. And so y'all travel on the road a couple days. You stop off in another town. Nothing of note really crazy happens there. You then um, go to this town that's on the edge of this huge lake named Amanzi. Nothing too of note happens here besides y'all need to procure passage to the capital of that province. Except that uh, Salazar encounters somebody from his town named Mushak. Who was the person that was expelled? And Mushak was one of Salvazar's closest like friends and allies when he was growing up. Because they both kind of were not for everything that was going on. And try, yeah. just Sipping trying to... completely. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to survive. Um, so Mushak welcomes him as a friend and stuff. And is glad to see him. And they agree to meet up at another town later 
which is off like a ways away that's where they were heading. And that's pretty much all that happened in that town that was of note. Y'all head to the capital of Vatten. And in there, a, a bunch of things happen. And, and Vatten's in the middle of a... Well, Vatten, the Vatten province and Vatten, the capital of it, is... Yeah, it's... You head out in a boat from that town you were just in to this because it is pretty much a city that's a whole island right. in the middle of this lake. Uh, and y'all proceed to like check into the mercenary guild, see what's going on there. You find out that um, there's a couple different things you could do, but as you're in there, one of the Vatten Legion, the like army of this province, comes in and wants to put a job at that's they're trying to get somebody to go to this swamp town that she had sent one of her closest friends and stuff to that also was in the Vatten Legion and hadn't heard any updates from them. And this was the town of Ema. Y'all proceed to go to that town and it is just laid waste. Swamp town. It was a swamp it was laid waste. There was a huge Minotaur guarding it. Um, this I is tried the f- to talk to the Minotaur. Yeah. Just- this is the first time you, uh, Salvazar, Shay, and Lynn fight together. Oh, yeah. And um, so the Minotaur sounds alarm. And then Gamore proceeds to decapitate the Minotaur <laughs> after a battle. And then I and put then, its head in my bag and carried it around for a few days. Yeah, which is kind of grim since minotaurs are just like another person species. So you're just carrying around a decapitated head. Not of a nice person. I didn't do it for fun. I was seeing if there could be a purpose for it. Okay. Mm. So so then it's you... It stank. I did not enjoy it. Neither did the rest of the party, but you know. So... <laughs> You all end up, this whole town is pretty much just ransacked, but you all end up finding some survivors that Lynn ends up ferrying, because you all only had one boat, ends up ferrying them and leaving you all there after you all clear out the town. In the in the fights of clearing out and everything, a skinwalker person makes eye contact with Salvazar, changes to look like Salvazar, and then books it out of the town and you all don't catch you don't catch up to them and track them except Salazar throws one of his no no No, that doesn't happen oh so you all um (laughs) (laughs) so uh long story short y'all get the survivors back to Vatten by Lynn Lynn leaves youth to there and Shay, y'all decide to do some hunting for food after resting a little bit. Y'all kill two giant swinia binkies. Ugh, I refused. And um, and they ended up being a couple and were looking longingly into each other's eyes. Oh my god, while you I killed them. about that. And that just really made Gamora they're, really they're sad. They're like huge pigs. Yes, they are huge pigs. Lynn makes it back, brings you back. Omi was the person that had sent you there. You end up 
the person that um, you were sent there to find for Omi, who was in the Vatten Legion, was like one of the first ones killed. And you were not able to save them. You were able to bring their body back and everything. So there's a huge wake for everybody. Um, in this wake, you find out that Omi like plays violin and you from the captain of the guard that she used to be a famous violin bard in this province and everything. But you also, also while you're at this wake, which Salazar doesn't attend because he wants to go shopping. Yep. But Gamori is at this wake and Gamori has never like felt all the way to her bones as sad of a song as this. Like through some kind of magical violin playing, it like to the core shakes her on how sad it is. Uh, you had agreed to meet with Omi later to get any specifics and Omi says she doesn't know what she's going to do from here. And as is Gamore's fashion, Gamore extends an offer for her to come, uh, which Salazar isn't there at that point. When Salazar hears, he's just distraught that there's once again another person added to the party, possibly. <laughs> so another funny thing happens later that night. Salazar decides to go to the fighting guild. And Omi is there. And she had just finished a battle and just wiped the floor with the people. And so Salazar puts up money to be in the next fight. Omi stays in the ring to fight again and fight Salazar and wipes the floor with him because she's blowing off steam. So that kind of ticks off Salazar a little and bit I'm too at the here. time. Trying to figure out why Salazar is fighting her in the first place because she's grieving. And I'm like, but she's also in, but she's also in the ring wanting to fight people, so she doesn't think about it. But I also like bet (laughs) against Salazar, right? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The next morning, Omi uh, agrees to join your all's team. You will also decide to take a quest to clear out an underwater dungeon. You all find out that it is a Hopkinville goblin who is running this dungeon and he's using it as his test dungeon for his new line of dungeons he's putting out in the world and you all were his guinea pigs yes, for the first yes. time uh, so Omi was pretty helpful and so y'all wrap that up you met with the governors with Shay tell them what's going on they are very distrustful of you they would not release Omi from her contract but allowed her to go with you all under the guise of she is also reporting back to them. Stuff you all find out in the province. Mm. So she technically is out of her contract, but not. Mm -hmm. So she gets to leave with you all. You all leave and head to Hove. And you find this town is... Also, you split from Shay at this point. Shay and them take the northern part of the province... And you all take the southern part of the province and decide to meet in the middle. So it's just you two, Pock, the Firefox, and Omi now. Which is still five individuals. Well, four and a Firefox. You all decide to go to Hove first. This town is pretty empty, which is weird. You end up finding there's some place called the Underhove, Gamore. You and 
because it is somebody you knew that you had met in the past and known that had uh, you had spent a summer with and hung out with for a whole summer. So in this underhove, there is underground bedding, underground shops, underground pretty much anything you could name. Y'all do some underground fighting, so on and so on. Um, before you leave, Gamora does not know that Salazar is giving a secret secret job. And yep. but you two are both given a job to go to this the next town over because there's a, a candidate party for the next mayor, and there's three candidates, and you're supposed to protect one of them. And this person who is kind of a gangster, I guess, that you do, decides to employ you all. Uh, this person's name is Ayush. Uh, so you all decide to go. Also, before you leave, Salazar finds out that there is a 15,000 uh, platinum bounty on Mushak's head, his buddy that he had met a little while ago that had been kicked out of his clan. And 15,000 platinum is a ton of money. Um, uh, your friend, Ayush, that you knew was kind enough to alert because she realized you were also from Yusin. And alerted you that somebody you might know and might be able to collect on this or not, depending on how you feel about that person. And let's be clear, my friend Ayush, like, you, is from you my have, past, but we were only like friends for a little while, so like, like a I summer. know her, but not anymore. Yeah, and that's I'm been like, a while, so you don't. I'm know. Like, oh my gosh, you're like a gangster of this underground thing now, and who are you? So, her sending us on this mission. To go, like, check out these what, governor... Well, just, no, just protect one mayor candidate. And uh, and it paid really well. Oh, okay. But, yeah, and, yeah. but I remember still paid, being like, like, I don't know about this. And she paid for you this all to have new outfits made, which also uh, yeah. made you go, oh, yeah, I'm definitely in. When she paid for us to, like, transportation to get there yep. and food and stuff. And you had, like, a, um, what's the person called that, like... Butler. Not Butler. Driver. Yeah. What's that called? Driver. I don't know. Starts with a C. Concierge. <laughs> I don't know. It's not concierge. Uh, okay. Taxi. So, <laughs> so you all then head to the next town over. Uh, and all these towns are spaced about a day's travel. So it's a, it's a bit. But... One of my favorite incidents that occurred to you all in the last month is no. you all no. find the no. Hove Shack, no. which which is a um, <laughs> magic store ran by a witch or whatever that has no returns. That's probably the maddest that I got. And you all were not. In, more I got. You didn't have to buy anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, but you all bought a, a, <laughs> a two or three magic things per person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually picked up some of the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we can get into those later. But uh, the one that you didn't like 
is you something that created a doppelganger of you. Which, so this particular item, a whole new Salazar <laughs> just appears. And then immediately Salazar's like, I gotta kill this thing. Says that out loud. <laughs> so then the thing's like, well, see ya. Starts heading off. You had just bought two Kanai knives of Never Missing. So you threw one at it. It hit it in the shoulder. It takes it out and goes, thanks. And keeps running. (laughs) And ends up escaping. So there's now could be two people out in the world that look like Salazar. Doing who knows what. Yep. Um, All kinds of mischief. But you all have a bunch of fun little magical items in your bag now from that. I brought several stupid things too. So So then um, you all get... So also when y'all left home, Omi and Puck looped down to another town because this was a two-person job. And they did, no suspicion needed to be had. So they looped around and they're going to meet you at the town you all are currently on the road to riding horses towards. You all are supposed to meet up with them. You're almost caught up. You go to this town over. Um, you go to this uh, mayor's candidate dinner. And you all start protecting this one person. You all are taking shifts, like looking over them. And so then what happens is Gamori stays in the room and starts watching over the dude. Salvador slips off. I need to use to the do bathroom. something. Goes to the bathroom. It's gone for a bit mm-hmm. and comes back. Mm-hmm. That's what you know happened. Yep. So then, um, you all then leave the party and get your payment for protecting the person. The next morning, you all are about to head out of town. Salvazar goes to a pub, exits. You all then go rent some horses and this is where you all are now. So, so, and, and you noticed that he was asking a little, acting a little sketchy and that the Mm -hmm. guy who, the guy who was your chauffeur, that's the one, the guy who was your chauffeur (laughs) hands Salazar a letter before he leaves as well. Before he leaves where? Before he leaves to head back to Hove. Before we got on the horses? Yep. So he handed Salazar a letter. So you had seen... Salvazar acting a little sketchy. You did some perception checks and won out against him. So Salvazar, right before y'all loaded on the horses, and probably reiterating it in this rehash conversation, that he would fill you fully in on what just happened and whatever's in the letter when you all arrive to this next town. Oh, that's nice of you. And so that's where we'll pick up next time. What is in Salvazar's letter? What job does Salvazar do at the mayoral candidate party? What will Gamore's reaction to that job be? Find out on the next Aired Tales episode. Hello, this is Hunter, your game master and housekeeper, because right now we have some housekeeping to take care of. Um, our adventurers encounter magical items, so I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. On the front page of that Patreon, there is a link to a Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. 
Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. You can do this anonymously or put your name or username to receive credit if we use it. Um, please add to this list. This is one of Noah's favorite in-game activities, uh, which is getting new magical items. Uh, while you are there, you can also check out the Looney Studios Patreon. If you become a patron, you can gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. Uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, I would like to thank two of our patrons, uh, Katrina and Renee. Thank you for supporting Looney Studios and Ayer Tales. If you watched this episode on YouTube, you may have seen some maps, etc. Here are how they were made, or where they came from. The overworld map was made using the software Wonderdraft. Maps and tokens were either directly from or adapted from assets from 2-Minute Tabletop and Dynamic Dungeons. 2-Minute Tabletop can be found at 2MinuteTabletop.com or Patreon.com slash 2-Minute Tabletop. Dynamic Dungeons can be found at Patreon.com slash Dynamic Dungeons. The links are in the description. Visit them to check out their amazing work. Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes you have a wonderful day. That was a Looney Studios podcast.